Welcome to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman, and today I'm going to talk to you about why diets fail. Diets don't work. You've heard this over and over again, I'm sure. But the question is, why don't diets work? Before we talk about why diets don't work, we must define what work means. For most people, a diet that works is a diet that you will lose enough weight to reach your goal weight and stay there for the rest of your life. And this diet should be easy to adhere to. Now, most diets can help you lose weight, that's for sure. But it's almost never enough weight, and that weight loss is not sustainable. In fact, one often gains back more weight than they originally lost. And this is true no matter which kind of diet you try. There is absolutely no evidence that a particular kind of diet is more effective than any other. Low carb is no more effective than low fat, etc., etc. There are many reasons why diets don't work. Some are biological and some are psychological. First, let's talk about biology. Humans evolved in a feast and famine environment. The survival of our species depended on us to be able to store energy when food was abundant and to be able to efficiently use that energy when food was not. Until fairly recently, food was in short supply most of the time. But now we live in what I like to call a food toxic environment. Food is abundant and available 24-7, and most of the available food is the most palatable and energy-dense kind of food. We are drawn to this food. And to add insult to injury, when we decide to restrict calories and lose weight, our bodies register that we are starving, which leads to a slowing of our metabolism and an increase in cravings. This is why it's so hard to maintain a weight loss. The more you restrict, the more you have to restrict just to maintain. Another biological factor is that hormones that regulate eating are stored in fat. So when you lose fat, those hormones are released into the bloodstream and signal to your brain to eat more and eat more calorie-dense foods. In addition to the physiological factors, there are also significant psychological changes that sabotage your food choices. This leads to difficulties in losing weight and keeping it off. Restriction can equal depression. There's a large body of evidence that when you restrict calories and make favorite foods taboo, that there is a significant decrease in mood and lack of interest in other pleasurable activities. People truly suffer when they can't enjoy their food. Suffering and depression are usually associated with increased consumption of food, usually refined carbs. This in turn exacerbates depression and feelings of failure, which can trigger the vicious cycle over and over again. Shame can cause weight gain as well. Shaming yourself after you make an eating mistake can lead to more mistakes and eventually lead to you abandoning your diet. When we focus on the negative and label ourselves as bad or a failure, that tends to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Feeling like a failure can quickly lead to what I like to call the screw it principle. If you are hopeless about your ability to stick to a diet, you are likely to say, screw it, and abandon your diet. Now, you may be asking, Andy, why should I even bother if my diet is doomed to fail? The good news is, is that although diets may be doomed to fail, you are not. 
If you change your thinking about food and eating, you can lose weight and improve your health significantly. How, you might ask? Well, the first thing is to forget about fad diets. The only way to lose weight is to decrease your calories consumed relative to your output. But just as important, you need to change your definition of success. It is unlikely that you will reach your goal weight, although not impossible. Everyone has a biological weight range, and that range shifts over time, mostly due to major life changes, adulthood, childbirth, menopause, etc. If you try to lose too much weight, your body will go into starvation mode. What is great is that any improvement to your diet will result in better health. If you need a number on a scale to shoot for, set a goal of 10% loss from your current weight. Maybe the most important thing is for you to be kind to yourself. Look, you make healthy decisions all the time. Try to focus on those decisions you are happy with and be proud of yourself. If you make an eating mistake, treat it as such and move on. This is extremely powerful. It's not about the food. It's your eating decisions that are getting you into trouble. A trained professional can help you discover how your thoughts are sabotaging your goals. You may be justifying poor food choices and not even realize it. A coach can also provide the much-needed support during the challenging process of shifting your thinking. Making small but significant changes and feeling good about yourself, no matter your size, is the true measure of success. Today could be the first day to a new you. Thanks for listening to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman. Keep an ear out for more Quick Bites coming soon. 